Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. Uh, we're going to give turn it over to the brother, and he will conduct service as he sees fit. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Remember to type in the prayer request uh, toward the end or throughout um, that you want us to pray for. Minister Kelly. Amen, amen. Thank God for another beautiful day. Thank God for his goodness, his grace, as well as his mercy. Uh, we're going to start this uh, Wednesday night Bible study song. With, I mean, uh, study with a song I heard on the radio the other day. And uh, we'll begin there.
How many of you all know that God did it for us? Amen. Amen. He, Amen. He didn't just do it for me, but he did it for us. Amen. And I believe that's something we ought to tell God thank you for each and every day. All right. We're going to get started with a um, prayer. We're going to ask uh, Sister Vanessa uh, to open us up in prayer. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <clears throat> Lord, thank you for this time of prayer and this time of fellowship in your word, Lord. I pray that whatever you put on um, Minister Kelly's heart, Lord, that you uh, let that um, come to the forefront, Lord. Let it touch the hearts of each and every person that's here, Lord, and let the message be received, whatever that may be, Lord. And I pray that our hearts and ears stay open to receive whatever your message is for tonight, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for all that you do and everything that you represent in each and every one of our lives, Lord. And I just pray, just pray that you continue to be with us um, tonight and through the rest of this weekend. We just love and appreciate you, Lord. And we pray this in your precious name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to introduce a new topic. I'm just going to remind us of an old topic. Uh, today's topic is the power that's in the spoken word of God. That's the title of the message. The power that's in the spoken word of God. And if I could choose a subtopic, I would choose be careful of your speech and guard your tongue again be careful of your speech and guard your tongue okay my first I'm going to begin with a question and I'm going to ask each of, each of you they can respond to respond uh, why should we guard our speech as children of God. Again, the question is, why should we guard our speech as children of God? Um, <laughs> when you said that, I laughed because I thought about my mom. Uh, she's a, she caused many a stir when she uh, brings up, uh, be careful what you speak. You know, out of the same mouth, you singing God's praises and the next minute you're cussing somebody out for whatever reason. You know, she talked a lot, she talked a lot about that. Um, but um, it makes me think that some of the things that have been said is sometimes you can speak things into existence um, over your life, in your life, sometimes over other people too, sometimes. Um, so I would think you should be careful of what you speak because, um, 
sometimes you don't know what effect the things that you say may have over a situation or half of a person or someone's life or something. And being children of God, um, you, you be, have to be careful of it because you don't know um, who's watching sometimes when you're doing certain things. You know, you, you could actually affect somebody who's really, it could be a new believer, a new Christian, someone who, who wants to seek the word of God, but knowing that you're a Christian and hearing the things that come out of your mouth, they make them think, is that what a Christian's about? Mm, I don't think I want none of that. Anyway, I've said too much. There you go. It's a wrap. All right. Anyone else? I just feel like that um, you should watch what you say come out your mouth. But also, in the same terms, that's the reason why I love God because he is so such a forgiving God that he understands that some of us do cuss and just like, you know, or might say some things that we shouldn't, but yet we know how to go back and ask for repentance or forgiveness. And it kind of reminds me of one of the fellas, I can't remember if it was Peter or who, but he would curse. And he also, you know, could speak in tongues. And I'm not sure if it was Paul or, or whatever, but one of them, um, he was able to do all kinds of things and he, he would turn around. I think he cut a man ear off, if I make no mistake. And he also turned around and God forgiven him. And his name turned from either Paul to Saul or Saul to Paul because God don't hold us up. I don't truly believe that, it, you know, as long as we know it, what position we are in Christ with him and know how to go back and repent. I really believe that God, when he said that he'll forgive us 77 times, seven times a day, he don't lie. He's not like other people. So because you got somebody watching you and how you perform, you might have a cuss word slip out your mouth. Who am I to judge? And God, even if I make no mistake, I seen that in the Bible the other day, where if you never seen cast the first stone, I mean, some of us, you know, curse. I mean, I know a lot of people that do and still go to church and love God very dearly. Amen. Amen, Sister Kelly. <laughs> Anybody else? The Bible Too talks about uh, the sun being deadly poison. So you could say something that could damage someone or hurt them. So we have to be careful as Christians. Um, what we say, and as we talked about before, some of the Bible, some people will never pick up a Bible, but our lives are the Bible to them, and so we have to be careful how we represent Christ, especially when it comes to our speech. Amen. Anybody else? All right. Okay. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20 through 21, reminds us the power of life and death is in the tongue. We can be blessed by the words that we speak, or we can be cursed by the words that we speak. God puts so much of emphasis on the tongue and the power of speech where he begins 
Genesis chapter 1, speaking the world into existence. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, the word of the Lord reminds us, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Verse 6, God said, let there be a firmament, and there was a firmament. Verse 9, God said, let the waters be gathered, and the waters were gathered. Verse 11, God said, let earth bring forth grass, and it did. Verse 14 states, God said, let there be light divided the day from the night, and it was. Verse 20, God said, let the waters bring forth living creatures, and it was. Amen. I thank God for that. Just last night, I ate some catfish, and I was thanking God that the waters had some living creatures in it that tasted pretty good. <laughs> uh, verse 26 states, God said, let us make man in our own image. And so, here we come. We step on the scene because God said, the whole chapter of Genesis chapter 1 shows us the power of the spoken word of God. So if God put emphasis on speech, if God put emphasis on our tongue, then I believe that's something that we should pay, pay close attention to. We ought to be in careful consideration of the words that we speak. We can speak blessings over the life of our children, or we can also speak death over them. We can speak life over ourselves, or we can speak death. But the best thing to speak is the word of God, because the word of God brings forth life and not death. Now to fully illustrate this point, let us turn to James, See what let's see what the uh the prophet James had to say in chapter three. James chapter three, and we're gonna begin at verses three, and we're gonna read from three to six to allow and let us allow James to speak to us today about the power of our speech. And the power of our tongue. So I'm going to ask Shanana to read James verse 3 through 6. James chapter 3? Yes. Verse 6 or 1 through 6? James chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. Okay. This the NIV version. Mm -hmm. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they're so large and are driven by strong winds, they are stirred by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body 
but it makes great boats. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Amen. Amen. That's a few verses, but it's speaking a whole lot in those verses. So let us look at verse 3 when it begins to talk about the bit and it's controlling uh, the heart. A bit is a small piece of metal that's put in a horse's mouth that connects the horse with the rider. It tells the horse to go right or left or to jump. The rider holds onto the reins that is connected to the bit. Now, with this in mind, we can control the horse by pulling <coughs> back on the bit or loosening up on the bit or steering the reins to the left or to the right. So is the power of the tongue. The tongue controls the very nature of our lives. It can send us to the left in the right direction, or it can send us to the right in the wrong direction. So we must be very careful how we utilize it. This bit is very sensitive in the horse's mouth. Therefore, the rider is able to control it. So we have to be careful of that. It can be, our tongues can be a blessing of a cursing. Okay, now let's look at verse 4 when it talks about the rudder. The rudder is just like a steering wheel to a car. It's not very big, but it's very important. Our tongue is not very big, but it's important. It controls, the rudder controls the ship as big as it is. It can tell the ship to go to the left or to the right. And in the midst of a heavy storm, if the rudder, if the person controlling the rudder is not knowledgeable, is not capable, he could cause the ship to capsize. He could cause the ship to turn bottom size up by steering it too fast to the left or too fast to the right. The same ability we have when we're driving our vehicles. If we take a sharp left, turn the wheel too fast, we can overturn the car. So is the power of the tongue. The tongue can keep us on course with the will of God or it can take us off course. The tongue could capsize our spiritual lives or it can set it in the right direction. So we must be very, very careful of how we utilize this little pink member that we have inside our body. It controls our very destiny. Remind you that in order to become a Christian, we must first confess 
with our mouth. We have to open up our mouth and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And on that very judgment day, we will be judged whether or not we open our mouth and let this little pink thing move and, and oh. accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, or if we decided to deny him and not accept him as our personal Savior, it will control our destiny into heaven or hell. By the very words that we spoke are the words that we did not speak. And we also have to believe in our heart. We must know when to speak and when to shut up. We cannot allow our words to be used loosely because it can sink a ship. We must give thought to what we say before we say it, not allow anger, our emotions, our feelings to block what God will have us to say or not. I believe oftentimes, at least I do this, I'm not accusing any of you of doing this. Uh, I speak before I think. <laughs> or somebody say something and my opinionated self decides to give my opinion and not what God is telling me to say. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, when I leave the situation or when I'm alone, I hear the Holy Spirit say something like, that was wrong. You shouldn't have said that. But because I didn't take the time to listen, and hear what God was saying, I spoke out of season and out of turn. We must be careful and mindful to do little speaking and much listening. Yeah. For the Bible tells us that a wise man, he listens before he speaks. And he contemplates. I heard one of my teachers say before, why did God give you two ears and one mouth? And then I went over to hear them say, so that you can do twice as much listening than talking. But oftentimes, we got it backwards. We want to do twice as much talking and not that much listening. Yeah. It's frustrating oftentimes to talk with people or deal with people who don't listen. It's almost impossible to rationalize with them when they don't listen. God is calling us Christians, us believers, to be great listeners and not so much speaking. Because just by speaking, we can cause more problems we can cause more problems than a little bit. The Bible tells us that it caused a forest 
a spark would cause a forest to catch on fire. So just a little word, a word that's spoken out of season can cause a great disruption. It could cause a fight. It could cause a disturbance. It could cause a misunderstanding. So therefore, we must take the time to be mindful and careful of the words that we speak before we speak them, keeping in mind that it could lead someone astray or it could lead them to Christ. Amen? Amen. Now, let's look at verse 5. I mean, verse 5 through 6. James chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. And I'm going to ask uh, Brother Gary to read that for us. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. That it defied the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell. Amen. 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 Joe, I had just read that three had through you? six. Sure. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm glad he read it again. Thank you. Uh, I thought you were read two different meanings every time. I like that. Uh, I thought you read three through. Oh, I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Okay, brother. Yeah, Gary. when I be trying to you know, as you get older. <laughs> yeah, because it's listed in my notes twice. So we must need to. Oh, okay. Or maybe Amen. we need to read it twice. Yeah. All right. He did the King James version, I believe. I did the NIV, so they were better to hear his way. I like. Oh, amen. Amen. So we heard it good. Ain't nothing wrong reading God's word twice. Okay. Amen. Brother Garrett, read verses seven through eight. Amen. Hmm. <clears throat> For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and had been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Amen. The Bible tells us that no man can tame his tongue. And we know that, at least I do, because, <laughs> man, I've said some things just off the clear blue, off, off the rip that had nothing to do with much anything. <laughs> uh, and, and, and when we speak oftentimes, and we're not speaking righteously, uh, we're speaking a lot of times uh, things that are not of God. So my question is, how can we tame our tongue? That question goes to anybody. How can we tame our tongue? Um, I believe. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just believe we can tame our tongue. It depends on the circumstance. Um, I believe, you know, through prayer and through meditation and keeping our mind on, on Jesus, a lot mm -hmm. of times helps me tame my tongue. 
But also, it depends on if someone coming to me from the left or the right, which Shanana you catch. So I'm not, you know, I'm just human. And that's the reason why I love God, because I can come back and say, Lord, I didn't mean it. You know what I meant from my heart, but I didn't mean to say it like that. And I pray that person wouldn't take it as something being evil because I'm a very blunt person. And so oftentimes I don't think before I speak and I'm learning as I get closer to God in this journey, you know, amen. You can go ahead, bro. All right. Brother Gabriel, get you. Amen. Oh, I thought Brother Gabriel... Huh? Did y'all want to say something? I thought you were going to say something before I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, you didn't interrupt me. I mean, you, you spoke good. Uh, oh, okay. Jesus said, I of my own self can do nothing. You see, but as Kelly said, how can we? We we, we, we can't do it. We got to let the God do it. Let Jesus do it. The Holy Spirit come in and wash the washing of the blood, the regeneration, uh, uh, born again. You know, when I was a, the things I used to do, I don't do no more because God has delivered me. It's going to need to be God because if I could do it myself, I wouldn't need God. We got to yeah. give it to God and watch him work. Amen. 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 I'm going to ask uh, Sister Vanessa to read verse 9 through 10. Thank you very much to let me read verses 9 through 10. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Only because it's something I just talked about. Oh. Uh, related to mama. <laughs> it's This is the NIV version. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father. And with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. I don't know how many I was supposed to read, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you did because that's where I was going to conclude right there. So you okay. see, see, there go God, there go God working again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that is that is so good. Um, is there anything you want to say on that? I said I already said something on that, and I, oh, other than this, um, yes, I know that we're not perfect, um, that we're imperfect, and that we we go to the Lord and we ask God for forgiveness for things. Um, sometimes things we say, things we do, um, things we didn't mean to do. Um, but I would like to throw this out there. In, in asking for forgiveness, is it possible that you ask for forgiveness and Lord also ask the Lord to help you turn from those things that cause you to go there, whatever it is, you know what I mean? to where you feel like you're having to go back to the Lord and ask God for forgiveness for the same thing over and over again. Um, I, I kind of, those are questions that come sometimes stir up in my own head, you know, like, Lord, help me turn away from such things, whatever it is, you know what I mean? That causes me not to be the woman that you of God that you've chosen me to be, 
you know, in a sense. Anyway, I hope I don't think that's off topic, but yeah. Why are you sweating like that, brother Gary? Oh. <laughs> I be turning her on the law to make wo- away. The woman that turned the fan off on me. <laughs> oh, you sweating over star? I'm like, wonder do we need to rush you to the hospital? Yeah, and I truly believe, uh, brother uh, Andro Angel, that you know, in life, as we grow in the Word of God and get closer with Him, that we have a, a, a period of taming our tongues um, a little more than normal. You know, it, it's a process. I mean, you know, even as a baby in Christ, when we was coming in. Um, you know, we don't start out just knowing what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. And that's what I love about the Holy Spirit, because he never leaves us. So he'll let us, you know, know kind of when we done straight. <laughs> well, he let me know. I can't speak on anyone else. It's called listening. I can hear his voice sometimes. But amen, brother. I mean to interrupt, because you only got like a few minutes at the top. Oh, and okay. I don't know what you mean. Okay, give you like a Oh, you see it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I'm going to conclude. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Um, It's a wonderful subject, though. Wow. Yes, it is. It it is because, first of all, this word ministered to me before I shared it with you all. Uh, I believe that the word of God should minister to us first. Uh, It should should touch home with us first before we try to share with anybody else. And it was so good to me that God laid it on my heart to share it with you all because God has been dealing with me about my tongue and about speaking. And so I'm doing my best to not try to speak as much and, and try to do try to be a better listener so that I can hear the things of God. Uh, verse 9 and 10 tells us that these things ought not to be. You know, blessings and cursings shouldn't come out the same mind. How can a man love God whom he has never seen? but hated his brother whom he see daily. This made in the likeness of God. The, that's not so. That's, that's, not, that's not a Christian. That's not a believer. In conclusion, I just want to leave you guys with this before we pray out. We should, be able, we should deal with the devil the same way Jesus did. Whenever temptation or whenever the devil attempted to throw Jesus off the path, Jesus always quoted the word of God. Jesus said, it is written in the first temptation. In the second temptation, Mark chapter four, he said, it is written. In the third temptation, it is written. And each time he said it is written, he quoted the word of God correctly. Because the enemy said it is written too, but he didn't quote it under the right concept, up under the right precept. He quoted the word of God, but he misquoted it and what he was applying it to. So therefore, we can't go wrong when we speak what is written. Because God will honor his word. And what's written down has power. And what we speak has no power. We can speak all kinds of things. But it has no power. But it is written. Whatever's in the word of God 
has power. So to leave you guys, I just want to say, and I want to restate my topic. And my topic was that there's power in the spoken word of God. And my subtopic was be careful of your speech and guard your tongue for life and death is in the power of your tongue. Amen. Amen. So that's our Bible study lesson for tonight. I just want Amen. the saints to be mindful of their speech and uh, who they're speaking to. And uh, Sister Kelly, do you have anything for prayer? Where is she? We seen her. Oh, hey. Hey, we're going to let her pray us out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, to come before you in prayer. We're praying, Father God, for the prayer list. I didn't get a chance to look at it before I started praying, but Lord God, you know what it is. Praying for our families, Lord God. Praying for our nieces and nephews, Father God. Praying for marriages, Father God. Praying for our children, Father God. Lord God, we just give lay it at your feet in the name of Jesus. But today our topic was talking about our tongue. So Father, we're asking, Lord God, that our speech, Lord God, that our tongue, that our word, Father God, line up with the word of God in the name of Jesus. That it may have power. Lord God, that it may go out and do what you said it was supposed to perform. Father God, we declare it in the name of Jesus, Lord God, Jesus. that your word will not come back to us, Lord. Lord God, that your word will go out and accomplish what you have said. Lord God, we're asking, Father God, for healing, deliverance. Lord God, we're asking, Father God, for wealth and health according to your will and purpose for our lives. We love you, God. We thank you. We give you glory. We thank you for the man of God that brought the word today and all those that were in attendance that opened their hearts and their minds to hear. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Have a blessed week to Sunday, y'all. And remember, thank you. Are you? Are you? Are you determined, determined to grow? grow. Yes. May God bless you and may God keep you. It's our prayer. And we'll see you on Sunday. Amen. Amen.